Is going vegan worth it? Is the vegan movement even affecting any change? And are vegans really all that ambitious? I'm trying to save the world. <laughs> Hope that's not too much to ask. My name is Jared Herzog, and welcome to Someone You Should Know. Everybody, what is going on? How's life? How's the pursuit of happiness? It's me. It's Jared Herzog, your host of the Someone You Should Know podcast. Just checking in with you. How how you guys doing today? You can't talk back. It's rhetorical. Yeah. So you can answer out loud. How's it going? Well, good. I hope it's going well. And if it's not, I'm sending some good vibes your way, man, girl, or whoever. I don't care who you are. Good vibes. Here you go. You know who also has some good vibes is my amazing segue into my guest today. Her name is Courtney Garza. She is an amazing, positive, beautiful, wonderful human being. And she came over to talk about her life and uh, what she does, which is, yeah, she's a vegan influencer in Dallas. And I had her on because I am kind of the opposite. I'm a carnivore, I'm a meat eater, and as one, I've always seen veganism as a movement from the outside. You know, people who are out there advocating that the meat industry and dairy industry are basically evil and they're they're inhumane. So that's what we talked about. Um, is veganism worth it? Is there any science to back this to begin with? Are they actually affecting any change at all? Uh, we talked about that and, and her life, of course, her philosophy. Um, we also get off topic a bunch, of course, is tradition in this podcast, at least in these beginning episodes. Um, but it was an amazing conversation. I truly enjoyed having her and her boyfriend over. Um, they were really, really fun, really, really intelligent, super nice individuals. And I can't wait for you guys to hear the conversation, guys. So I'll stop flapping my gums. But let me just say, please rate, review and subscribe on iTunes. It really helps this podcast out like you would not believe. Follow me on uh, Instagram at someone podcast. We have like one follower. So that'd be super dope. And of course, we're on Spotify. So if anybody you know is like, I don't have, you know, iTunes or Apple Music, whatever, tell them we are on Spotify. Anyway, without further ado, guys, Courtney Garza, a vegan influencer. All right, you good to go? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I just like to present somebody really cool, somebody I actually know. Her name is Courtney Garza. She's up here chilling with me with her purple hair, green dress, and really neat vintage socks. Right? Do I call them socks? Yeah, they're socks. Okay. They're like, socks. they remind me of like what goes under a tablecloth <laughs> or something. I can see that. Lots of character oh, booming probably. out of this human over here. Yeah. Whatever. And we're also here with her her boyfriend who's looking elegant and amazing. What is, that is an amazing outfit. I did right? not notice. It. And y'all are even matching. Yeah. Y'all quit power crumpling over here. Okay. It's pretty great. I, like I said, we just came from a tea party because I love tea and like British culture. Yeah. So, and I just got back from London actually. Um, I saw that actually. It was so yeah, great. Uh, yeah, so today I celebrated my birthday. Right, a, a little bit more on the mic. Yeah, right here. Yeah, and uh, oh yeah, I can tell the difference yeah. in the sound there. That's great. Um, and so obviously one of my favorite things is tea time. So I had a tea 
party today and I made everyone dress up. So, of course. You made everyone dress up? Oh, yeah. I was like, you, you have to look nice. Up? You have to be wearing a what dress. If, what would happen if they like, didn't dress up? Would you give them like a ruler to the hand or something? You know, as long there was two stipulations. I said, you have to dress up and you have to bring a vegan dish. It was a potluck as yeah. well. Oh, cool. So, it was a tea party potluck. Uh, vegan, of course. So I, at the end, I told everyone, thank you so much because this is three of my favorite things, vegan food and potluck style slash tea party. So of course, I guess if they didn't dress up, which don't worry, everybody did, but I guess if someone arrived not dressed up, but they brought a really awesome dish, that'd be okay. But if they didn't bring a dish and they didn't dress up, I'd be like, bye. I'm just kidding. You'd say bye. <laughs> well, You'd say bye. So I if would, I showed up and I was like, hey, Courtney, know. I don't know anything. I'm just here to say <laughs> hey. You'd be like, Bye. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I guess I I would just you be like, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Let's let's get you some food. Go to Whole Foods. Just kidding. So, <laughs> Courtney runs around town, talking vegan. That's right. And uh, promotes it. And she, uh, what else do you do? Oh my goodness. So Tell me three major things you do. So I own my own social media agency with my business partner, who's amazing. And let's see here. Uh, I, I guess you could say I'm an influencer slash content creator. I like content creator because influencer just sounds like, I don't like know. Like a wrestler name. Like the influencer. That I've never <laughs> thought of it like that, actually. It kind of does. It's, uh, some people are just, it's I don't know, it name. sounds kind of cheesy. Um, influencer. I mean, I get, I get the the name behind. I get why it makes sense. Like they influence people's buying decisions. I think it's like, clear what you know. what it is you do then, because it seems yes. like you're trying to influence. So to yeah, me that I don't think that's cheesy. It's, to me, it's accurate. It is. I, I get. It. I guess there's some people that it leaves a bad taste in their mouth because they had bad experiences with influencers. Yeah. And I'm like, it won't have that with me. I promise. Um. So yeah. So I guess social media influencer slash own my own agency. Slash, oh, what else? There's so many things. I guess just like public figure in a way. I mean, it's really cool. I've I've been getting more speaking engagements. Like I would consider this a speaking engagement, <laughs> but also just you know, I I am an event planner too. Yeah. That's something I'm I really love. It's kind of funny. I I wouldn't call myself your typical Type A personality, but I definitely have my Type A tendencies. So. I, I would disagree with you, B. Emilia. You're definitely a type A personality for real. <laughs> I am. <laughs> it's bad. No, it's good. It's I love good. event planning. People, some people find it so stressful. I don't like there. It is to a certain degree, but I just love it. Like, as long as you enjoy it. There's a lot of creative ways you can event plan. And I oh, think totally. I take all of those creative ways and have fun with it. So, yeah. like even today, my birthday party, like I was like, everything must be like this, and you have to do it like this. And but I, I, I get joy in that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, set this up over here. Um, but yeah, it's, it's actually uh, super fun for that's me. Awesome. Like I'm definitely without a doubt an extrovert. Mm. So I just feed off of stuff like that. Like yeah. bring all the people to me. Let's talk forever. And yeah. I just like get energy from it. So that's awesome. great. Yeah. That's such a hard thing to find. I think for a lot of people and probably even you at some point, like, oh, just yeah. trying to decide like what energy that, that, that word's exactly it. How do you feel energized about life? Cause for sure. you know, not that nine to fives are bad, but like, getting up and going to work every day with a job that you don't really care about mm. that can de-energize. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's awesome that you're out there uh, and you found something. And I think another thing too about you that I was going to tell you is that not only do you love it, but you're actually doing something you truly, truly believe in. And, Absolutely. And it's overall sort of a, as far as I can tell, a positive force in the universe, really. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, it, everything just seems to be aligned lately with 
my values and just uh, the way of the world. I feel like more people are becoming more sustainable in their recycling decisions or reusing or even just purchasing decisions. And being sustainable ties into veganism as well because it really does help the planet. Um, There's only so much you can do by having shorter showers or you know recycling or whatever the little I will never short shower no <laughs> same same I, I love my hot hot yeah. showers Long. so let's not get too far ahead uh, yeah, right off the bat so um the point of my podcast is to talk to people who are doing things that either i don't understand or i'm not around and i think That's are cool. pretty cool you know so instead of passing like a judgment or something like <laughs> across to someone i just want to ask them what's what's up with this you know so which is why i want to start at the beginning so veganism as i understand it and i want you to correct me as i will inevitably ruin this definition but (laughs) is basically a restrictive diet right that can be okay right Uh, i wouldn't use the word restrictive why because it's actually the opposite so there's the things that i'm restricted from i can count on one hand Mm. Um, and it actually opens up more opportunities to eat more food, if anything. Um, uh, I mean, that's what it's kind of shown from, from my life when I moved in that, that direction. And also I wouldn't call it restrictive because no one's telling me to eat this way. Um, I choose to, and it's not because I want to be thinner or something like that. It's actually because I'm looking to save more lives, um, which. To me, it just seems like I'm a very visual thinker. Me too. So to me, it just seems like that's more opportunities. And restrict the word restrictive just seems very closed off. So I, I, I like envision like more seeing of the earth or more using the earth to its abundance by not eating these foods. Because if you eat these foods, if anything, you are cutting off more lives and that's more restrictive. Hmm. Um, but being a vegan like would open it up. See, everything, that's, that just sounds cool. <laughs> like It just sounds like a neat mission. Like You're sort of out saving the world. It's kind of like it. But yeah, restrictive in, in the fact that you're like just cutting out certain things in your diet. Sure, yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, and to me, as far as I can tell, because so the reason I even got this idea to have you on as a vegan is because my sister just went vegan. Cool. My whole family is like, including me, blood-redded, disgusting, carnivore <laughs> to the max, processed foods, like what, beer drinking. Like we've all been like that. And so my sister, Leah, she's the, the next one down of the four. Just went oh, wow. vegan. She's, uh, she started dating this guy named Awab who's vegan. And so, so our last like little family thing, she, uh, <laughs> she was like, we were all in the text string, you know, or whatever. And she was like, well, don't forget, I'm vegan. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got to consider <laughs> so she, you. We're like, okay, yeah, we have to consider you. Are you serious? No, I'm just joking. Yes. And so, so she brought her, uh, she brought vegan, it was hot dog. Yeah, yeah. It was vegan hot dogs and vegan burgers. Oh, neat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that was my first introduction was this, like, June, to ever nice. have, like, a vegan anything. And how, what would you think of it? It was all right. Okay. Like, it was all right. Like. It was okay. I I would eat it. Hey, well, there you go. But it gave me the choice. And it's probably a lot of just, just not what I'm used to. That's really all it is, you know. Usually that's what it is. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's all in your head. You're like, totally. I need this. It's like, you really don't. Um, oh, but I love steak, though. <sighs> hey, I've heard it time and time again. Yeah. I can't tell you. There's been some crazy stories of just like life changing, like big old what you call meatheads that are just totally 
360. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, even like bodybuilders. We're talking like the massive, like, uh, I don't want to say steroid inducing people. And not all of mean. them, but you know, know and you then they yeah. to- turn to either vegetarian or veganism. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is vegetarian. I did not I feel know like that. He Are you sure? Are really? 100% sure. I did not yes. know that. Yeah, Google wow. it right now. I, I believe you. Uh, it's pretty cool. So people like him. I mean, there's actually a documentary that's about to come on a, out on Netflix. It's probably going to come out next April. I wish it'd be sooner, but they actually just added on more footage. It's called Game Changers, hmm. and Arnold actually speaks a lot in it, and a lot of other well-known like MMA fi- fighters and uh, bodybuilders and um, like shot pool, whatever different kind of athletes talked about why vegan and why that actually made them a better athlete. Really? Um, and that just blew my mind because they'd be like, you know, we would eat the healthy stuff like the lean meat or the, you know, clean cut portions of the sure. steak or I don't even know. And they're like, but then we realize that doing stuff like drinking beet juice after a run or whatever, like eating black beans instead for our protein really helped us be the optimal athlete. And that just, hmm. I mean, I saw this a couple months um, in April, I think, this year. So, obviously, I've been vegan, so that didn't really, like, change my mind because yeah, I was yeah. already there. But still, I was like, whoa, like, I learned a lot from this documentary. So, I can't wait till it That's comes cool. out. It's something that I advise a lot of guys to see. I'm like, okay. Yeah. If you need the the <laughs> scientifical backing yeah, and whatnot, then, then that would be it. Yeah. So. Let's define veganism. Um, what is your... Like sort of elevator pitch, pit, peach, pitch. <laughs> peach. <laughs> What's your elevator peach with uh, veganisms? So you had to explain it in a nutshell. Veganism. Everybody arrives to it in their own way. Sure. I always say, hey, there's no picture perfect way. There's no rule book way. Um, I feel like it's every just as life is. Everyone's on their own journey. Yeah. But at its core, it's no animal products. Period. The end. So when I said earlier that I can count on one hand how many um, things I'm restricting from my diet, I, that includes animal meats and animal derived products such as dairy, eggs, uh, cheese, you know, which dairy includes cheese, but butter, you know, ice cream, those things are out of my diet. You do not eat ice cream anymore? No, I do. How are you so happy? Oh, okay. I do, (laughs) but it's vegan. It's vegan (laughs) ice cream. Yeah, actually, and I post about it and that's something in my, you know, social following is like mm. I, I try to educate people because i've always been a foodie let's just say that oh, like me too, yeah. there's nothing that has changed about that when i turned vegan and i get that all the time like how are you a foodie as a vegan i'm like um what um no there's so many different like last <laughs> night i was eating vegan gelato and it was phenomenal really with an ice cream cone okay and, like, was sprinkles. there a period though that you kind of had because like when i ate that burger i admit like it was it was all right i could eat it but cool. it was no burger you know it was no like what I make, you know, sure. it's like disgusting and bloody <laughs> and cheesy and like. I will show you some pictures. There are some. I mean, not actually. No, I take that back. There are some burgers that look bloody and cheesy, and it's actually kind of creepy. And I wouldn't necessarily eat that just because it makes me feel uncomfortable. But the thing <laughs> is, it's all made out of plants, and it's all yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just whole foods, plant based sure. ingredients. But it's insane because. They make those products for people like you mm. to entice them and show them that there is no That's difference. what I would need, honestly. That's fine. I yeah. mean, that's why they exist. It's like, that's not really my cup of tea because I didn't go into veganism for a diet. I didn't go into veganism. It's all philosophical for you? It's all ethics. Really? Yeah. Um, Interesting. So it's an ethical thing for me. I never... Not health. Nope. 
I mean, it, honestly, oh, yeah, when I found out, yeah. that it's kind of funny how it works. I went into it. I uh, just decided, you know, like, oh, my God. Like, and I can tell my story in a bit, but I basically saw what was happening to the animals. And then as I did more research, I found like, oh, wow, it was like the cherry on top for me. Like, hey, this is healthy, too. Cool. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, OK, I would have honestly done it if it wasn't healthy, but because that's just. In my yeah, yeah. dark, you know, deep down soul, I was just like, I c- literally cannot eat meat anymore. I can't. Um, wow. It just didn't seem right to me. And that was, I may actually made that decision to go, well, not go vegan, but go vegetarian at 13 years old. What? Um, it, I mean, I just couldn't. I was Who like, are you? That's the most mature thing. <laughs> That's like. It like hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. I, and I, I even remember going to my parents and they were so mad. They were like, oh I would be mad. They'd be like, cool, this would be way less expensive. Well, I guess it's not ex- less expensive, is it? No. Well, the thing is, you have to understand too, like I've always been a picky eater my whole life. Um, so there was like, oh, one more thing she won't eat. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was bad. I can see that. It funny. was bad. It can- yeah. I've always been picky. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's so with my family, you know, a lot of people go in to veganism because it is I, i'll be honest like it's a totally good way to lose weight yes but i wouldn't go into it like that because that's not sustainable if you're thinking oh i'm just doing this uh uh you mean it won't be enough to motivate you over the long term yeah because you know usually when you think of a diet it's kind of like a oh get almost like a get rich or like quick meet thing. a goal yeah or it's a fad that's why diets are usually referred to as fads because it is. I mean, it could work really well if you do it for like 21 days or 30 days or I'm going to just knock this out. Like this is my New Year's resolution. If I was cool. ever going to go permanently that way, that would be how I'd have to approach it, I think, at first. And that's fine. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I, again, everyone's on their own journey. My whole family is, you know, rather just they're thin, you know, so I never really had a yeah, issue mine too. with my that. Too. Yeah. So it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, I have to lose all this weight. No. Um, I was just like, oh, hey, this is cool. I actually have more energy by cutting out meat and dairy, and I just feel better. My skin looks better. Like, there were so many other benefits, and then I was finding... Now, are you sure it's just the meat and dairy? I mean, like I said, maybe yeah. cutting up those, like, you know, processed sugars and all that gross food that I eat all the time. Maybe no. just cutting that out would have given you the same I effects. know for sure, because... So, the reason why it took me so long to go fully vegan is because I have an intense sweet tooth. Um, and always have, always have. You said that with such conviction. It's hilarious. Yes. You're like, well, uh. No, it's funny because people always get like, get onto me. They're like, what? You don't drink or smoke or like eat meat? What's your vice? And I'm like, uh, cookies, ice cream, Vegan candy. cookies. It's not yeah. even a vice anymore. I know. I know. I'm sitting here drinking a beer in front of her right now and she's like, no. I will eat a vegan cookie as my vice. Yeah, like that's my vice, like sugar. I'm just like, give me the sugar. Sugar's vegan. So how, you know? do, you, how do you stay disciplined like that though? I mean, I'm sure you've, you've had it, you've, been doing it for so long yeah. it's probably a habit now but it man ugh, that must have taken especially as a 13 year old yeah i mean yeah, yeah. it just again it, it hit me um actually it's not that long of a story i i went down to fort worth for to visit my cousins they live out in joshua if you know what that is joshua, texas yeah. yeah so i was visiting and i was sitting in the back seat um looking out the window you pass by a ton of farms right sure, yeah, and yeah. and i saw these cows just like i would it wasn't the first time i went there it's like i saw see these cows grazing all the time but i just don't know i saw them grazing and my first instinct was i want to hug that cow it just looks so cute and i just really wanted to give it a hug there's uh, a sound clip right there, <laughs> there i, I want to hug that cow <laughs> <laughs> there i am 13 years old i'm like yeah. wow look how cute that cow is yeah. and um it hit me because 
every Friday, my grandma would pick me up from school. Obviously, mm. I was 13 and I couldn't drive. Sure. She picked me up from school and our tradition was to go to McDonald's and get a double meat and cheeseburger. Oh, stop saying that. It makes me hungry. I'm just kidding. I hate it McDonald's. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. And think about it. Yeah, yeah. There are no vegetables on that burger. There's like, like we're some talking... strands of lettuce. Come on. There's no, like no, a no. tomato. I, w- I don't even think I would order it like that. I would be like, literally give me a bun <laughs> and two things of cheese and two just things of Just give me the head of, of lettuce meat. back there. Yeah. I would just straight up That's double hilarious. meat and cheeseburger every Friday. And then I, nobody said anything. No one talked to me. I didn't see a documentary. I didn't read something. No, I looked at that cow and all I could see was that so double meat and this is in your heart. This ain't no fad for you. 100%. Like there's no one. I mean, no offense, but when people tell me like I used to be vegan, I'm like, wait, what? How? I could never go I've back. I've heard that. I could never go back. I mean, it would kill me to eat meat. Like, or, well, it's or philosophical for, for you, though, because then you'd be going sure. back and everything you stood for. But for them, maybe it was just all diet, you know? And that's honestly more often than not what it is. And I'm just like, I, I can't. There's no way in the world. And cherry on top as well, after fully going vegan, which was much many years down the road. And honestly, mm. I think it's because I wasn't buying my own groceries. So mm. I couldn't make those decisions still living in my parents' house, like through high school and whatnot. I didn't go vegan until I got into college. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly, I would go to my doctor and at first he'd be like, wait, you're vegan. Like that's not healthy. Let's be honest. We're in Texas slash America. Yeah. So these doctors don't know. Yeah, my Um, Yeah. so, and so (laughs) they would run my charts and they'd be like, whatever you're doing is working. (laughs) You're like like, an avatar. (laughs) Um, yeah, they'd be like, Uh your charts are, you're really healthy. Like, Uh you know, and and also I'm active. I'm not just like, it's not just the food I eat. Like, of course, like I, I have good, um, fitness goals and stuff but still like i thought it was so cool for even the doctors to come back and say you know what you You are hitting your protein goals and you are hitting your nutrients and your b12 and all the things so this is just reinforcing all of it to you yeah yeah and so it's like i'm not dumb about it like of course i'm not gonna be like a junk food vegan or something like that like what's that i'll make sure so (laughs) junk food vegan that'd be me uh (laughs) fries are vegan oreos are vegan um, I could live on a fry for sure. You know, you can get Taco Bell veganized. Like oh, it's down. easy. It's so easy. So like So they like bend it to be like work within the rules for sure. or whatever. That's so it's funny. so these days you it. can just alter things and it's totally mm. good. Um and it's still classified vegan. And sure. so that's easy to do. And of course, like I would make sure to do my research going into it because no matter what, like, even though, sure, my family has, you know, skinny genetics or whatever, it didn't mean that I didn't care about my nutrition. And so that's why I actually, like, I put a lot into um, fitness as well and making sure to, like, get all my things. So I, I, my biggest goal is to just combat the common vision of vegans, which are, like, hippies or scrawny or, you know, whatever, like, not getting their B12 or not getting their proteins. Like, no, my goal as a vegan is to show that you can Is it can true to some degree, that. though? Sure. I mean, people just like with anything, not just veganism, but people can be dumb about stuff. It's like, okay, no, do your research, Mm -hmm. like put your money where your mouth is, like actually be a good representation of what you're preaching. Do vegans like maybe promote, because obviously you promote this all the time, do vegans or should vegans like tell them to consult like their doctor before making a dietary change? I mean, because they may be, you know, fighting off some disease they're unaware of by their diet. You know, I mean, if they go do their own stuff and they're like, oh, cool, I'm just going to cut out 
whatever. Yeah, because a, a, another common thing that doctors, uh, a couple doctors have to, told me too is like, watch out, you could become anemic, which is like a blood thing. So it's making sure that you have enough iron in your diet. Sure. And actually, one of the biggest things uh, that's an iron producer is uh, leafy greens. So spinach, kale, mm. uh, collard greens, those have those are super high in iron. But I get it, you know, meat is too. I but, tons of kale. I love so kale, that's the thing. It's like making sure that you don't go anemic, which I can tell you time and time again, every time I get my blood drawn and I, before I tell them I'm vegan, they're like, oh, well, you might be anemic. And I've never been anemic ever. So, and, but I think it's also because like, I'm very conscious of it. I'm like, yeah. okay, I need to make sure to get my dark leafy greens mm-hmm. and whatever. But does um, everyone know that, you know, like right. you go out and talk about veganism and you can go that way. But I mean, sure. are people... Are people, do people end up anemic? I mean, there's a reason they have this stereotype. Yeah, again, because it's like pasta is vegan, potatoes are vegan, you know, chips and fries and junk food, stuff like that. (laughs) It's like, sure, it's like, and that's when I say, like, it's awesome that they're doing it for the ethical reasons. Typically, junk food vegans are ethical vegans. Um, and uh, of, course, of course, yeah, course. it yeah, totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Like they don't care about the health benefits. They don't care. They're like, oh no, this odd. doesn't include. Man, if you're going to be vegan, you might as well. Right. But at the same time, like their biggest goal, which is mine too, uh, is just making sure that animals aren't harmed. Mm. But it's like, you also have to keep your body nourished and healthy because if you're, let's be honest in this day and age. Being attractive is more attractive to your mission's goal. You know, it's just like if I want to go out there and say, hey, be vegan, people are, and I'm just, you know, kind of speaking out here. If people see me and I'm not very healthy or if I'm scrawny or whatever, they're going to be like, why should I believe you? (laughs) You know, like, why should I believe you? You don't look like you know what you're doing. You got to be the example. Right. And I think that's that's the biggest thing because my, uh, Bottom line is, I don't want to preach and not preach, but I don't want to shove anything down people's throats. Just like with See, anything awesome. I believe in, yeah. I think the best way to winning people's hearts is just being a uh, role model. If anything, that is exactly why I had you on because. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, it really is, and that that's not a joke. Uh, because my run-ins with vegan, I'll just I'll just speak on just I'll just say just with my interactions with Leah. Hey, have been very. I've heard it all, so it's, I'm probably not going to be surprised. <laughs> yeah, no, I know you won't. Yeah. Uh, with her now, she's new to it, um, but it has very been, it's very much been a little. It's been like that a little bit, you know, where she's like, "How, Typical. how can you think like that?" And like, blah blah. I'm like, "You've been vegan like 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, shut <laughs> up." <laughs> and but which it's is always cool. in the first months. Yeah, I, I got to sure. be honest. Yeah. Oh, it's been a year now, or yeah, it's been yeah, like eight months now. But yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's because she's honestly, it's it's almost like the vegan phases. We call them young vegans. That's so um, funny because they they're so fired up, right? That makes like me they're laugh. they're yeah. new to the I get it to the mission. It. So like they're they, just fired up. Well, like, they yeah. feel like their eyes have been opened, uh-huh. and they don't know why everyone else's eyes are shut. Yeah, they're yeah. like, open your eyes, don't that's you very see? Astute. That's exactly it, what's going it on. It makes yeah. sense, and yeah. so I. Can't say that, well, you know, I wasn't necessarily like that. Um, I was always the token vegan amongst my friends. Uh, and I never I never really wanted to make them go vegan or make mm. them feel uncomfortable around me. Because, well, one, because I'm a people pleaser. That's just like my nature. So I, when I went out to eat with people, I'm like, oh, you know, like, 
I'm going to get my salad with no cheese. And so no you weren't meat like and, doing yeah. like busting out? And no, like, hey, no, I wasn't. I was never obnoxious about it. I never yeah. like brought it up. It was just kind of like, what's Courtney having? See, oh, that's how you know it's that. in someone's soul. Yeah. That's how you know. And I, I always love the, the, the quote, like just live by example. Totally. Um, and that's the, the thing. 100%, it's like, if yeah. people want to know, they will ask me. Yeah. I don't need to yell at them. I don't and you're need not going to gonna convince them if you do yell at them. No. You're not. Here's the bottom line. No one in the world likes to be yelled at. Surprise. <laughs> or called names or be told they're doing something wrong or criticized exactly. by just random people based on their own, like what they think. You know, is right and wrong. Why That's would so someone cool. do something if they? Because, like you said, they feel up. a conviction. They're just like, no. How dare you not save the animals like us? You know, like how yeah. dare you? You, you know, you make them feel killer. inferior. You make them feel. You make bad. them. You make them feel judged. You make yeah. them feel oh, like, for yeah. some reason, like <laughs> this is how I grew up, man. Like, <laughs> and what really? Who are you? you know? What's re- What's really terrible for the mission is that people like that could actually turn off certain individuals forever. They could see vegans as like these yelly, preachy people. And they're like, I will, that actually makes me want to eat meat more because they were so terrible to me. Yeah. So I'm going to go out in spite of them yeah. and eat all of this meat and dairy. And like, who cares? I don't care if it's bad for me. I don't care what the statistics say. Like it could make them never want to change. And yep. that's really terrible. <laughs> it is. It, it really is. But I understand though, at the same time, you know, you're just ex- like, you explained perfectly. You just, you're just excited. You I'm know? just, yeah. And it's cool. It's like through my social media or through just, you know, being a f- the friend that eats some kale. Um, I have had people. <laughs> hey, I'm a diehard meat heater and I love kale. Right? Yeah. Spinach. I eat all that stuff, man. I love greens. It's as you should, because yeah. it's so good for you. But I'm a but, really eclectic eater. I mean, I'll, hey, I'll eat anything. At least you have variety, and that says a, a lot oh, totally. about most no. people. These but I'm days. a foodie, though. I love to cook, and I and, and because I get oh, well, I just get bored okay. with the same thing. So I I tend to oh dare gosh, out same. a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could never. It's so funny when people talk about like meal prepping and like eating the same thing every day. I'm like, no, no. That How can you? Awful. It's so boring. I'm such a foodie. I'm like, Me what's too. the next exciting thing yeah. I can eat? I made <laughs> a crazy thing. I made a Korean corn burger yesterday. What? Yeah. So it's like this. Okay. Now you're talking. Vegan. Yeah. So but... it's like this. It's like um, it's meat sliced really, really thin, and then it's like soaked in this um, like soy sauce. Like I don't know. There's like sugar in it. It's crazy. So it's like. And Literally so, everything can be veganized. So when you say this stuff, I'm picturing like tofu burgers or like a Beyond Burgers. Like everything can be veganized these days. So yeah. you're not grossing me out. Yeah. I watch movies like Chef yeah. well, videos Well, there's sugar in that movies. too though. That's fine. Sugar. No, I still, oh, that, I guess that's okay, huh? It's totally fine. I mean, so there are certain then? sugars. I can't eat candy. Um, okay. There's just certain sugars that use bone char it's actually like grind up bones in sugar up? no 100 percent. no way yeah. so you have to it's usually refined sugar yeah um more often than not so there's a lot of vegans that get on to junk food vegans for eating stuff like oreos because um there are certain like it's it's just cheaper sugar it's cheaper to char up bones of animals and put it into the sugar that seems crazy to me why wouldn't they use high fructose corn syrup that's what everyone uses. it's so weird i don't know like it's the same like you know marshmallows are made out of uh gelatin which is made out of pig hooves like you know intestines like it's leftover materials from meat 
And they're just like, oh, well, we have this, so let's just like melt it down and make marshmallows. That seems preposterous. It's like, weird. Come on. It's, it's honestly, it's a money saver. That's what mm. a lot of companies yeah, same bottom with high line fructose. is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. So it makes sense in the grand scheme of things, but it's still really gross. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I mean, like, yeah, sugar to a certain degree, like, sure, I would love to eat uh, all coconut sugar products. Why do you all cut sugar out? Is it just pure diet? Purely dietary no, there? I don't cut sugar out. I told you, I have a sweet tooth. I'm not okay. giving that up. What's your favorite um, candy? I actually don't really like candy. I like like rich Cake. stuff. I like chocolate or like, you know, ice cream. My last thing to give up before I went vegan was ice cream. It wasn't until yeah, I, I found this company yeah. called Natamu, and they're based in Not Austin. Yes, mm. isn't that such a cute yeah. name? Yeah, it's funny. No <laughs> They're so clever. Um, they're based in Austin, and it's yeah. all coconut milk-based company. And the reason why they convinced me, as opposed to other vegan ice creams that I had tried, is because their stuff legitimately tasted like the real thing. Really? It was is that there, that would have to be that for me. There, okay, yeah. then I gotta get you some Nadamu okay. because there's something Nata about Mu, full fat yeah. coconut milk that has mm. a very creamy base, just mm. like cow's milk does. And You're so when I right my now. favorite growing up was uh Bluebell's cookies and cream. Oh, Bluebell. Right? Dude, the Bluebell vanilla. Uh what is it? No, no, no. What's the one with it's Bluebell and it's vanilla and chocolate. Oh, uh, it's oh, it's uh something like Divide, like the Great Divide. I think it's the Great Divide. I've totally seen that one. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I ever had it. Oh, that is my jam. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, and I no, I was a Bluebell fan. I mean, if you live in Texas, duh. Yeah, duh. Um also but, it's good. Yes, and yeah. so I was like, this is going to take a lot for me to be convinced. And I tried Natamu's Cookies and Cream, and I was sold. And it did help, too, that I met the owner, because since they're an Austin brand, there's this company, you know, there's like a, a, I don't know what you call it, but it's called a Go-Texan brand. So it's like products that are made and sourced and created. Like in, Shiner? Um, I think so. Maybe they are a Go-Texan brand. But, you know, at the State Fair, they have the Go-Texan Pavilion. Sure. So it's like all the products that are made. Um, in Texas, but they also source their ingredients from Texas. Okay, yeah. So yeah. not a moo. Okay, I see what you're saying. I yeah, don't know if that's true of Shiner or not. I was actually doing my internship for UNT, um, and one of my clients needed to be at the state fair, and so I had to represent their booth or something because you know marketing. And so I met um, the owner of not a moo, and I told him I was like, "Oh wait, this is vegan. This sounds cool. Like I'm trying to go vegan. You know, I was like on my way into transitioning." And he's like, oh, well, then you got to try our ice cream. And I was like, okay. You know, I was kind of, uh, I had yeah, high good. expectations. <laughs> yeah. I did. I was like, okay. And it was good? It, was I, it really good? I looked at when him I and I'm like, good. no. Yeah. And I'm oh, scared. yeah. Yes. It won me over. Like, I can kid you. I've told them. I've told Daniel, the owner of Nanamu, multiple times. I'm like, you are the reason I went vegan. I'm serious. Like, really? Ice cream was my last thing to give up. I was like, I love ice cream. It's my favorite thing. And I've had his ice cream. And I'm like, no. So no they don't this have to it. kill cows for milk. They don't. Um, so we're, we're about to go into some really dark stuff. Are Hit you ready? I'm, I'm, this is why I'm here. Oh, he took off the headphone. <laughs> he took it. Courtney's boyfriend had her, his headphones in the whole time until so, that statement. I'm ready. It's this. So it's interesting. I've actually had this conversation with my grandmother, who's 83, because uh, she's like, I don't understand Meat, I totally get that you don't eat, but why dairy? Why, you know, yogurt and ice cream and cheese and milk? Because uh, here's the thing. Her idea of a farm back in the 1930s when she grew up was like, oh, I know all of my cows by name and we treat them so well. And they did. I don't doubt that they did back in the day. Um, But things have drastically changed for the worse. I mean, factory farming is just... I don't really know what started it. I, it's unfathomable to this point. Money. Yeah. 
and mass production. You know, yeah. it's just getting more out to the masses, making yeah. products cheaper. Because sure. if you think about it, these like, and again, <laughs> I have another story about, or another, not theory, but like feeling about the whole grass-fed, cage-free bullshit. You disapprove? Um, yeah. It's, okay, we'll it, go into that in a second. There's no real thing. But anyway, let's be real. Yeah, Gra- when me. you see the words grass-fed or uh, yeah, cage-free. I thought they're all grass-fed. No. Aren't they all in fields like eating a bunch of grass? No. No. What do they feed them? Steroids? Corn. Oh, okay. Um, just, just uh, what's Steroids. what's the word? Uh, high GMO products. Okay. So yeah, it's it's well, interesting. Yeah, but what though? Like just corn? There's corn. There's soy. So it's just feed or whatever. There's yeah. Whatever it takes to fat. But it's up. not grass. And the reason why okay. grass fed is better is because there's so much nutrients in grass. I mean, like I said, that leafy you get in the meat? things, green things are so much better. Yeah. And so the but when you go to the grocery store and you see grass fed or you see cage free, it's more expensive, right? It also tastes better. I buy grass fed literally for the taste. Well, I've never had it, but I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> no, it is better. But, it's like it feels tender. Maybe uh, I don't know. It just tastes better. But just as it tastes better, and just as the animals, you know, are healthier, it's just like us. It's like we as human beings slash mammals slash living creatures are more. We thrive more on vegetables, on greens, on things produced from the earth instead of slaughtering things for the earth. Because let's break it down. When you want the nutrients from the animal, but the animal, you want those nutrients that the animal's getting from the earth. Like you're just putting one more layer. If anything, the animal is the middleman. So Hmm. cut out the middleman. I see what you're saying. Right? Yeah, Yeah, I'm with you. And so what's real about factory farming and uh, particularly in the dairy degree is that it's actually, I don't want to say worse than meat production because obviously, like, let's be honest, what's the first thing that comes to mind with the word there, slaughtering, right? Like, this, the word slaughtering is very, like, it's a very graphic word. It sure. makes you think of, like, the whole process. To yeah. me, at least. Again, I'm a very, very no, no, no. visual thinker. I but that's true. Um, but dairy's a little bit different. So pretty much the second, not the second, but very close to the second after the mother calf has her babies, which is the whole reason she's able to produce milk, um, they rip the baby away from her and they go sell it. If it's a boy, they will sell it immediately for slaughter. Mm-hmm. Um, no, for sl- slaughter. Oh, yeah. um, and then anyway. if it's a girl, yeah. then they will fatten her up. And I think that, uh, don't quote me on this, but I think the duration of how long they actually keep a, a, a female cow alive is just long enough for her to get you know big and get her you know breast i guess ready for milk production and then they hook her up to the feeders because they're like big huge like electronic like almost like alien probe looking things that they hook up to them so Mm -hmm. they can get the mass production to the point like their udders are bleeding and they Mm. they pro poke and prod them and i think I want to say they don't keep them alive longer than like four months. I'm not 100% on that exact date, but they don't keep them alive for long because they just suck them dry and to the point of they're like either terribly sick or terribly um, beaten and stressed and just like their milk isn't even quality product anymore. And then they just slaughter them and then they use them for meat or they just dispose of their bodies in mm-hmm. landfill, not landfills, but some really gross place. And so it's called the, hot dogs. Right. And it's like, it's, it gets, it gets to the point where you're like, whoa, um, dairy production is actually almost worse because it is, is like morbid as it sounds. At least the boys get a fast exit. The women, the cow, the cow, uh, whatever, female cows mm-hmm. are tortured, slowly tortured as they're hooked up to these productions of like making them produce milk or like, being um artificially inseminated 
to really yes oh yeah I we're talking some really gross stuff so they are artificially inseminated well, so they can do that too right but this is like totally against their will will and they're only artificially inseminating them so they can suck them dry of their their uh you know commodity and then kill them immediately and the pr- process just keeps going what's really crazy is when I've had people say like, oh, well, if we all went vegan, what would happen to the cows? We just have to slaughter them all. I'm like, here's the thing. The reason why we have so many cows is because we're mass producing them. Yeah, keep up. Mm-hmm. Um, we should not have this many cows. And we should really not have this many cows because especially if you're uh, in the mind of sustainability, um, all those cow farts um, is what's really pro- polluting That's our air. True. Have you ever driven by one of it's those places? So it gross. smells so bad. It's yeah. disgusting. It's like crazy. Yes. It's like in the car with your windows rolled up and the air it, thing only on inside. It it's is still, worse yeah, it's overwhelming. than car emissions. 100%. I mean, you it mean is, like for the environment? Yes. You mean it's more detrimental than yeah. really? So it's like if you don't want to go vegan science behind for that like that ethics. Found, or is yeah. It, okay. yeah, yeah. You can watch. And I only ask you that not to be challenging, but I just need to know that that's so go on to netflix there's a really good one called what the health um i think it, i've seen that it's you have like, that's a cool headline okay. switch <laughs> i'm just kidding it's a good uh, go watch go watch it and then there's another one uh i mean there's tons of different ones uh cowspiracy is really good for people in the sustain sustainability mind let me, let me stop you there so humans have been killing animals and okay animals have been killing animals for millennia to sure. survive yeah where is your philosophical line that we're crossing so for animals, it's, I want to say instinctual. And I know there's an argument for people to say the same thing. Like, it's instinctual. We've been doing it since cavemen. I'm like, here's the thing. We've evolved a lot since cavemen. So but a lot I, of people say we've evolved we're... from cavemen because we were cooking our meat. And uh, because we were cooking and eating meat. The thing is, Carl's, when you no. look at their bone structure and you look at just their, you know, all, overall health, it, it's shown that the reason why they were dying so quickly is because of their... Who? Poor cavemen. And just like, you know, I forgot what they're called. Neanderthals. Yeah, Neanderthals. Like just or the Neanderthals. Evolution. Yeah, I've I heard know. both ways. But the evolution of them is this that it wasn't sustainable. I mean, obviously we made it to this point. So uh, it is so they, sustainable. If they did it, but <laughs> yeah. I think it's also because they incorporated more fruit and and, you know, root vegetables and you know just there's so many different things that have evolved us because they got away from just meat hmm. um and obviously I, I don't think they were having a ton of dairy back then that's yeah, yeah. something that I learned a little bit later down the line but um i mean i think it's just clear that the reason why they were sustainable and the reason why they were able to thrive is because they incorporated more fruits and vegetables into their lives and if anything I believe that that's the next evolution for us as a human species is like to go completely plant-based. Really? And I think it's actually, not, I, just, I not think, I know for a fact that it's cured a lot of diseases, um, different types of cancers, different types of, um, you know, just like born things that people are like, oh, it's well, it's in my genes. It's like, no. Hereditary actually, diseases you're talking about? Hereditary diseases are in the food that we eat. Because yeah. let's think about it. When you have, oh, grandma's cookies or you know whatever yeah it's like oh well let's think about it we've been eating grandma's cookies or pot pie or whatever for decades and all of us seem to have the same problems what's yeah but only recently i mean cancer has shot up exponentially during this time because of fast food and all the gmos and all of the injected that's what they think you know additives there's nothing yet yeah yeah and but that's what's crazy is like i can't tell you the last time i went to the doctor 
And I'm not tuning my own horn here and saying I'm a superhuman. You can. But, I'm a superhuman. You know, I mean, it's because I honestly think I'm, it's because I'm vegan. And I, I really want to, I say that, but I also want to get away from the stigma of people thinking that all vegans think they're better than everybody else. Well, well let's stop. Yeah, let's get, I, <laughs> I don't go into want that. that. I don't want that. Yeah. And I think that the fact that this is ex- the only reason I had you on and not like Leah or somebody you know, close to that. I did. I, just, it. I did that. Yeah. Just, I did that just earlier. Courtney spilled all over herself right after she called herself a superhuman. I'm tea on my arm. <laughs> no, but uh, I think that it's really awesome that you're that way because you're not down the throat. And I knew you would be tolerant yeah, of my viewpoint. I knew yeah. you would. And okay, so good. that that's really why. For sure. Yeah. And so, oh, I lost my train of thought. So, yeah, but I think superhuman, like you know, getting. I am that. a superhuman. Yes. Yeah. But, <laughs> Glad you brought that up. Of course, let's go into that. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, no, but I think that people do have that stigma of vegans for sure, they and I do. think it, it's kind of like just some some idiots ruin it for everybody. You know, yeah. I'm sure there's some vegan out there who's just like, "You guys are the worst," and throwing stuff at them, blah blah blah. You know, and so now the stigma, you know, of how vegans act is now like. This guy is the example of vegans, you know, so that's, yes. I think that's really what it is. I'm sure not all vegans are really like looking down on everyone else as if no, like, definitely not. they're enlightened and everybody else is living in the dark, you know? Yeah. It's funny. I, uh, one of, well, actually one of our favorite movies is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Have you seen it? No. What's that? You've never seen no. Scott Pilgrim what versus the world? No. Go watch that immediately. What it's a it? movie, but it's Netflix? based off a comic that's book. I watch. Huh? It's based off a comic book. I don't think it's on Netflix. I just canceled my I just canceled my cable subscription two days ago. Go check. I feel Netflix like it now. might be. It might yeah. be. I feel what like we might have started the other. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Scott Pilgrim. Keep. It's one of my all time. I can quote that movie frontwards and back because it's hilarious. Okay. It's just it's freaking awesome. Scott what? I'm, Scott Pilgrim. Okay. Versus the World. Okay. You have to see it. Oh my gosh, I'm so surprised you haven't. I feel like you no, would I love it. Okay. I feel like you would love it. No, I'm down. 2010, 81% of Rotten Tomatoes. Heck yes. Okay. 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 That's, you got to watch that. This looks nuts. Who's this actor? What's his um, name? Michael Sarah. I haven't seen him since. I know, Juno? he hasn't done a lot. Is he Juno? He's in Juno. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. that's him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rest, Rest of development, too. too. Yeah, good call. 2010. So he's okay. awesome. So, but anyways, there's a part in there, and I, won't, I don't want to give it away Slacker too much. Slacker rocker. But, sounds like me. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> but they basically, uh, one of the yeah. evil exes, which I won't go into that since you haven't seen it. Don't ruin One it. of the ex- evil exes is vegan. You know, it's funny you brought that up. So I'm, yes. I'm a very chill human being. Like For when, sure. When I was younger, tell. my... <laughs> When I was younger, this is a really embarrassing story <laughs> that I cannot believe I'm not telling. Even so, more reason to tell it. Yeah. So I was a very uh, chill baby too when I was a kid. And so my <laughs> so my parents <laughs> were suspicious that I might be retarded. Oh, so, no. <laughs> so they took me to get an IQ test because like I just would never cry. And I would just sit there just kind of like staring. And they're like, all right, we need to take this baby and we need to figure out what's going on here. And, you know, I'm fine. Very normal. Hey, could you spill all over the floor? <laughs> I'm like, there is a not a it's good way cup. to drink I've done this. that a thousand times. Yeah. Okay, good. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I was just <laughs> Sorry, I should have given you like a way. I thought you'd just enjoy that cup. Better. I do. It's yeah. a cute elephant. Yeah. I love it. That but. was here too. Man, this girl was so weird. Like I, so this will probably make you mad actually. So I, the only reason I was able to get this place is because the girls the before was kicked out. Whoa. And the reason she was kicked out is because she like neglected her dog. Like <gasps> her, so. No. 
like every day, like her, so the owner's name is Ozzy and she like heard just weird scratching and like odd noises. And so it turned out long story short, she like broke into this apartment and found out that like the girl who lived here, like left her dog here for like a week unattended. Like, and it was like eating like the paint, like the wood in the house, like kind of thing. Yeah. So she called, it's a, it's a whole story, but she called her and was like, get out basically and so oh yeah instantly but then her dad was a lawyer and so she was like you cannot go into her house anyway in the first place so you can't legally so there was a whole thing and she was like i don't care what you say get out of the house so that's actually why she left a lot of her stuff here this was hers yeah (laughs) this is who i this is the place (laughs) so that's how i got in that's why like so when i got in like her bathroom was still like full of her makeup and like hair products it was weird it was like going through someone's because like her so I played this game. This is going to sound weird, but I was like, I'm trying to figure out like if she was like her ethnicity, basically, because I oh, saw okay. her, like her brush would have like blonde hairs in it. But then I don't know. There was just a lot of like contradictory like stuff she left and I couldn't <laughs> quite figure out who she was. Anyway, Dang I found it. her on Facebook eventually. But Oh, good. Yeah, I did. But yeah, she neglected her log, her, her dog and. Yeah. Uh, why was I bringing that story up? Oh, because the cup. Because I spilled that. Oh, yeah. Thing. So that's her cup. Yeah. Well, at least it something <laughs> nice back. But hey, it makes sense why the cup's like a little corrupt, you know? Yeah. It's like uh, it looks nice, but funny. then it's a little corrupt. Uh, but anyway, you were telling me about your story that was really embarrassing. Is that, is that it? That oh, your, yeah. My parents, parents went, and, went and took me Aww. to get an IQ test. I passed. Well, of course. Ish. No, I'm kidding. I, I, yeah. I, I yeah, believe yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. We so. went to school together. You didn't mention that earlier. So I know you're smart. Yeah, Courtney and I went to school. You know, it's funny. My fond, my, not my fondest, but my the one the memory that sticks out the most about you <laughs> was as, as I was in my. Actually, I'll tell you stu- two stories. The first one. Oh God, <laughs> I'm like scared now. <laughs> first, no, no. So do you? I cannot remember her name because I was actually thinking about this story. But who was the teacher? Who was kind of a hippie? She always was barefoot. Uh, she had like short hair. She was short. Oh my herself. gosh, Terry Broyles. Yeah, Broyles. Miss Broyles. Yes, I love her. So I had Miss Broyles, and yes. so the first story is nothing. I never had a has, really had her as a teacher, you and never I always had her? told her I would want she her had as so a many teacher. Stories about you. I, don't I know she did. That. She loved me, and I never took a class with her. Really? <laughs> yeah, I would just talk to her all the time, like in the hallways. I was like, we're kindred She's spirits. So awesome. Broyles. She's yeah. so awesome. <laughs> so oh, my first story is that one time. She gave us a um, assignment to do an ad for a grill. So it was the big green egg. I did that too. You did that too. Yeah. Okay. So my my ad was like this guy and his girlfriend, and he has like his arm over his girlfriend, and he's like kind of looking back <laughs> at the grill, and and it's like kind of like checking it out, and then I, my line was nice rack. <laughs> She failed me on that. She oh, was like, oh, she failed me bad. She was God. like, that is demonized. Or that is, I can't remember what it was, but it was basically like you're objectifying women. And sure. I was like, dude, that was a fun, that was just clever. That's it. Like, I wasn't trying to object, objectify women. Sure. But yeah, I she failed it. me on that. So uh, my second yeah, story yeah. is that she, uh, we were sitting in the class, we were sitting in class and she just said, and you guys need to know, there's this really awesome person. Her name is Courtney Garza. No, she didn't. I'm dead serious. And this is around the time that, because you and I had a project together one yeah, time. Yeah. So it was around that time. So I knew who, you know, I, you were fresh on my mind. I knew exactly who you were. And she was like, yeah, she's like the coolest. I was like, okay. And then she was what? like, yeah, she, this girl, she goes to like thrift stores and <laughs> will does. like tailor her clothes and make them so awesome and barely spend any money. And they're way cooler than any clothes you guys are buying. Like this girl is awesome. You guys, seriously, if you need a friend in college, 
you need to meet this Courtney Garza girl. I was like, this is so freaking funny. I need to hit her up because I can't tell. I feel really bad. I graduated, what, four years ago? Yeah, And I I have not taken her up on this. I feel so bad. She would always be like, we need to go vintage shopping together. And I said, yes, we're going to do that. And we never did. Nothing would make that lady happier than that. (laughs) I feel so bad because she was like, I just want to go shopping with you. And I'm like, we're going to do it. And it never happened. And I feel really bad now. (laughs) How funny. But no, she would always tell me, she's like, what are you wearing today? I was like, well, this was $3. And like, and she would just be so impressed. She thought you were the bee's knees, man. I know. She I was really like, did. Thank you. It's funny because like, literally to to this day, like this dress, he tailored it for me. So like, awesome. it was like. A, That's a, why you look so good, right? Yeah, you all are fashion conscious. I need to he, stop just buying you know, shirts. That's what I do. We did. I wish I could like show you a picture, but uh, I don't know if you saw my my costume for Halloween last picture? week. Um, so my Halloween costume was a witch because, and you, you, I know what you're thinking. Oh, so basic. No, it's because I went to Salem, Massachusetts. You're the most judgmental human being ever. Like, no, uh, so basic. I'm just like, I'm, Actually, I do. I'm uh, very so extra basic. as a human being. So no way. I don't like to. Yeah. Surprise. Um, <laughs> so I don't like to do basic things. And so when I hear witch on Halloween, I'm like, wow, so Have creative. you ever used the term basic bitch to someone's face? I have not. No. Behind someone's back? No. I don't do Behind that. Behind my back. Yours, yes. Okay. <laughs> I can take it, so. Um, but yeah, so uh, we decided to go to Salem, Massachusetts for Halloween because... Get out. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah, we did it. Dude, so you know I'm a big like American history nerd. Of course. Yeah, so Read the Crucible that would be dope. and yes. all that. Yeah, of course. Dude, that's so dope. Y'all, you really, you we did, did that it. for Halloween? We were there last week. Yeah. Why am I not friends with you guys? It Man. was so <laughs> awesome. I highly recommend it to everyone. If you love anything about Halloween, go. Go to Salem. It's a party I all love day. Halloween, but Salem just sounds dope. It was Halloween. so cool. Really? So we you dress up as witches. What do they do? Like, I mean, do they do anything was, special or like? Yeah, oh, all day it's something special. I'm sure. Um, so they had like not a seance, but it was like a calling of the dead. Like we all stood, stood in a circle and like spoke to the east and the west and the south and the north. And what like, are you talking about? I'm right serious. Now? It was what is insane. This language you're speaking? And, yeah. and we all called out like the you know the people in our lives that have passed to like honor them. And did like, you do it? Did yeah. you participate? Oh, for sure. We both did. That's awesome. Um, oh yeah, we were yeah. sitting there. I stood there in the grass in my stiletto heels and I was sinking to the ground, but I totally you know okay, it was let worth me it. Look this up. I gotta go to your face. Facebook. You said it's on Facebook? Yeah. And so, needless to say, uh, the outfit that I wore was super authentic because we went and picked out the fabric and he designed the coat and sewed it for me. Man, your boyfriend's so cool. I know. I wish I had a lick of like that kind of talent. That's pretty neat. We call him Fancy. It's a bunch of green. Oh, this is your tea party. Yes, I'm my tea parties all over there. Oh, where'd you? Where is this? At my apartment. Your apartment looks awesome. Where well, do you live? That's a lounge. That's okay. a, we have a lounge, oh, a down, residence lounge. I, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I live in Plano. That's cool. It's really neat. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he made it custom. You have a lot of pictures. I'm like trying to scroll down and find this. Oh pictures my god, are my is this favorite. you? Oh no. Yes, that's me. Like four years ago. That's not you four. I knew you four years ago. That's not you. Oh, that's me. Oh, that's 2012. Just kidding. Okay. That was six years ago. Yeah. Look at you with that bow. My mom is so weird. She like posted that. She's like, Courtney's first time to vote. I was like, why did you post that? Oh, here you are. Man, that took literally like 70 scrolls oh, like, to sorry. get down. No, it's okay. So October 31st. Oh, she's wearing purple, of course. Of course. Some purple. Oh, okay. Isn't it cool? Yeah, it's cool. What is this hand movement you're doing? I'm casting a spell. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. Basic. Wait, did you change outfits here? I see this and then oh, this. Oh, that's underneath. So that was oh, my, okay, okay, okay. that was, it was cold because it's Boston. Yeah, so the coat he made and then the, the other outfit <laughs> I actually got from a, I know, isn't he look awesome? The the dress I got from a thrift store. So this of course. awesome. I love this guy. Yeah. I know. Well, his name's John Francis, so we call him Don Fancy Francis. Francis. 
Fancy Francis. <laughs> he is fancy. I wish I could. I'm, I am going to take a picture of you. Yes, actually. Like, you should. Yeah. You're this so is awesome. Fancy. Man, that's so cool. You went to Salem. That's a really neat trip. Everybody has to do it once in their life. I mean, we, we already talk about like when we're going to go again. Yeah. Like it was so cool. That's cool. I'm I mean, all the, they have like there. parades. They, yeah. they, of course, they, they showed Hocus Pocus because Hocus Pocus is set in Salem. Like, let's be honest. That movie is terrible. No. Terrible it's a classic, movie. okay? I know that's it's not ter- the best. But it's a classic. No, it's not a bad movie. I've had three different girlfriends have that same favorite movie. And I'm just like, are you serious? Like, I, I wouldn't call movie. it my favorite, but I definitely have to watch it every year. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. True that. Um, but no, and it was cool. We did. We went to the Witch Museum and like heard about all the history. You'd actually love this. It yeah. was, you know, the historical, like how many people died because of it and like how it started. Dude, and, that, like, the big that is a behind cr- it. It's like, you can't even believe it. No when I, you can't even believe that. It's they're unfathomable. Like, oh, that kid is like acting nuts with their friends and they're laughing, throwing stuff. Kids are crazy. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, well, let's let's drown them to see if witch. they drown. Yeah, let's see if they float. Yeah. But this is actual human beings. Like real humans did this. It's insane. And like not that long, not that, I don't know, well, I don't know when that was. 1700s? 1800s. 16? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Was it? Okay. So was like, okay. Still, still, that's, that's still freaking. It was like you know they also believe since it was such a new land, like the new land of colonization really affected the new people. They're like, oh, on this land they become bewitched, and this is terrible, and blah blah. You know, because I I think it's also the Native American influence. Maybe there's mm. something like that. I'm sure you've seen like Amityville Horror, like um, both. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not saying that's set in Salem, but I'm just saying, like, just the kind of, like, un, they don't they understand it, so well, they're they just like, yeah. this is evil. And that and makes sense. Whatever. I mean, if you don't understand it, you have to explain it somehow. I mean, how, exactly. what are you going to tell your kids? Like, you, you, there has to be some what explanation. You, you got to have a, you know, so I get it, but still, that that's an anomaly like that right. that's very strange even for back then like that's very weird it's so strange so it was cool to like go down and like see all the history of like where it actually happened what was really neat was um not neat for me because i was wearing stilettos like i said but um <laughs> the floor the cobblestones were like original like that's oh, actually cool. like some of the first cobblestones that they laid out I in salem that stuff. See, it that's was what I like so about mineral wells authentic. they have this like oh um, i'm sure they have this thing this is horrible but they were like Whenever they would hang somebody, they... Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, so this is back in the day. Whenever they'd hang somebody, they'd chain them out in the street uh, for, like, the night before for everyone to kind of, like, spit in his face. It was like a, you know, it'd be like a rapist or, like, some, you know, somebody. Sure, somebody. but still. Yeah, no, it's horrible. So they kept the, they kept the, like, the lock or the um, the initial, like, what is it called? Like, lock, chink, or what is it called? Like, the chain link. Chain link, yeah, I guess yeah. So. so they kept the initial one that's like in the cement there. Oh, yeah. And so you can like go and sit where those people would be, where like people were like spitting on them the day before they were to be hanged and stuff. And I just like the fact, as a history weirdo, like I can just go yeah. touch something like that. That to me is like the closest you can get to connecting with that. I I can see that just because it's, it's so like cool it's preserved in time. Yeah, and there it is. It's like proof yeah. that it happened. It's not a story sure. anymore. It's right there. That's so, so fascinating. creepy. I know. Yeah. Like we actually didn't get to go. And now that I think about it, I'm like, dang, why don't we do that? But um, they have the original like tombstones and in the cemetery, like that That's stuff crazy. is cool to me. As creepy as it sounds, I'm like, oh yeah, I like to hang out in graveyards. Like, no, it's like, it's, there's something cool about that. Like, it's just like, love that. maybe it's a spooky vibe or just like the history behind it. And, like all the things that those people it's just connecting with someone that's like, I don't know. It's like yeah. contacting Mars or something. Yeah. It's just like, it's such a far distant, but here it is. And I can touch it. A different know? world back just, then. It really is. That's what I mean by Mars. Like, it's like a totally different planet. Really? Yeah, that's why. Yeah, you need to go. Then I recommend that to everyone. If if you like Halloween 
in the slightest go to Salem at least once I'll on Halloween Day. Okay, let's stop getting off track, Courtney. <laughs> for real, we, we're trying to talk about veganism. We can talk about people, everything. I know, I know. You're you remind me of me in a little bit <laughs> that I'm a little bit of a gabber, and I just kind of like oh, to chew the fat a little bit. Sure. Yeah, you, I feel like forever. Yeah. I could talk about anything forever. I'm, again, I'm an extrovert, so that's just the way it goes. All right, so I wrote down a few questions that. Um, oh, you have some structure. Huh? <laughs> Shut up. Yes, I do. <laughs> Let's actually go down this line. Huh? Yeah. No, I, I have a few that didn't come up or hasn't come up organically yet. Um, so we did talk about veganism and it's sort of like portray like it's stereotype as kind of an, an elitist. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. You know, how do you personally, I don't want to say combat. How do you deal with that? How do you change people's minds about that? How do you talk to other vegans? Well, here, let me ask you this. Have you ever been in a heated argument with a vegan about how to conduct? Yes. Yes. Because again, like I've done a lot of um, leafleting and uh, leafleting is what I did at Warp Tour. So it's pretty much where you stand out in front of a a place. In this particular case, it was Warp Tour um, in front of the... I guess the entrance of where you go in and I wouldn't, we wouldn't, our approach for the company that I was working with, I wasn't working for them. It was just like a volunteer thing, uh, was called the humane league. And their approach is a little bit different than more aggressive companies or nonprofits. What does aggressive mean? Uh, like yelling and like holding up signs that saying like meat is murder, stuff like that. Where do they go to do that? Like meat is murder. I get it. But uh, there's like, again, no one likes to be yelled at. No one likes to be. And you're not going to change it. No. There's not one person that's like, oh, thank God that guy yelled at me once. Now I'm going to be a vegan. Well, okay. So it has worked. So the owner of Whole Foods, John Mackey, actually had that happen to him. No. And he went vegan because of it. So it's, it's an anomaly. I will say I have never personally met anyone that it works for, but I've definitely read about cases. So it has worked, um, but it's really like a one in 10 kind of situation or mm-hmm. one in 50 or maybe even yeah, more. Yeah. But so my approach is more of like the the subtle, like almost kill them with kindness. You know, so sure. in my case, when I did the leafleting, if people wanted to come up and talk to us, cool. If they wanted to take the pamphlet, they were more than welcome to. I offered it to them. If they didn't want to, cool. Have a nice day. See mm-hmm. you later or whatever. I don't, but what's cool about my approach is like, Again, if people really want to know, they'll ask me. All I can do is live by example. All I can do is take people's own journeys as it comes. You know, I'm not going to force it as anything in life. I feel like everything happens for a reason in its own time. Hmm. So forcing it, whether that be a relationship or a job or, um, you know, fitness or a diet, whatever, is not going to work. It's unsustainable in any case. Hmm. And so true. No matter what, well, no matter what affiliation you have. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Again, it doesn't even matter. if it's a religion, it's just like I, it's not my yeah. place to tell you what you think is right for your life because I have no idea what your backstory exactly. is. Where your and people need to quit doing that. Are, Seriously, yeah. stop doing that. And that, 100%. that's that's really like the idea was birthed from this podcast was or for the podcast was just learning about. You got to learn from the other side. Just ask. Cool. Yeah. Just ask what they will tell you. My my biggest way to look at it is just meet them where they're at. 
Exactly. And that's Just that's actually my approach with not only veganism, but marketing too. I, I can't tell you how many times I tell my clients, like, we need to meet your target audience where they're at. Because the thing is, we can yell out what we want, like, hey, come buy from us. We have this awesome products. Yeah. But they're not going to come to you. Mm-hmm. You waving your arms and no. flashing neon signs. You have to meet them exactly. and tell them how awesome your product is. Like, hey, you want a sample there. or mm-hmm. you want to check, yep. read about us? Like, we'll, you know, give you you know, little bits of why you're going to love this product, but we can't throw it at you. We can't so what, shove it down your throat. What argument have you gotten into a vegan? What, what was the, what was the argument about? Um, or what is a typical argument I should ask? So just the fact that they think that aggression is a way to do it. It's like, they will remember you. It's like, sure. They remember you. I get yeah, it. But then they're they going like to blanket you, <laughs> you in. Yeah. They're going to think that you are the face of veganism, that all vegans are aggressive mm-hmm. and nonsensical. So you've had this conversation with a human being. Yeah. Yeah. How do they react to that? Probably I, the same way. They stay tried and true. And and I, I kind of just, I think the vegans... How common is in, that? Like, is it more that not. way or more the other? So they're the anomaly. They are. I, I, I wouldn't say they're the anomaly. I feel like they're waning out um, because there are cases like those groups will go into chipotles that have clearly vegan options and they'll start yelling Ooh, who the and heck saying, is going to change their diet when they're eating some chipotle i'm gonna be like dude get well here. here's the thing they get kicked out like they get arrested they get in sure fights see themselves as such martyrs too like uh, people oh yeah, yeah yeah no people have gotten beaten by either cops or like you know just random people like meat eaters that they were yeah. yelling at and it's like, that's really awful. Like, they get taken to jail. They die. I mean, there's, like, crazy cases. <laughs> I'm serious. And so it's like, why would that be successful? Like, let's not keep think, doing that. I think in that, they're not, maybe they're not crazy, but there's probably just emotion over logic there. And not, not that they're illogical. No. But it's that they're just emotional. They're running on facts. There's no doubt about that. So I can't say, like you're wrong. It's just like, let's look at this uh, from a different perspective. Okay. Like what would you prefer? Let's, let's just be humans here. Would you like someone to yell at you? Or would you like someone to say, Hey, like this vegan ice cream is pretty cool. Like, do you want to try it? Like, I mean, like, there's yeah, no, like, it's true. Cause very bones. few people are just absolute morons. You know, I think right. that's, I think that's the problem is that people are like, I had this way of thinking and you all are, y'all are dumb. But the thing is they're not, they just may not agree or even know what you're talking about, but that doesn't mean they're total idiots. So don't talk to them like they are. And I think it's also getting out of your own head because... Totally. Sure, it's like you may think... Totally getting out of your own head. This is the best way for everyone's lives. It's like, wait a second. This might be the best way for For your life. But you are not everyone. And everyone's coming from a different So what are vegans to do about this? I think... um, it's hard because yeah, when you when you become a new vegan, you're so fired up, you're so excited to to shout awesome. from the rooftops. It's like you know falling in love. It's like I'm in love with being vegan, you know whatever. But at the oh same time, God, that's how I feel like when I eat a steak. I'm like I'm in love with steak. Hey, and it's I'm like, just again, everyone has their yeah, things yeah. that they're passionate about. But I feel like it's it's again, I'm gonna be a put it into visuals here. It's getting in front of mirror in front of a mirror mm-hmm. and being like, what. Let me take my shoes off and let me put on someone else's shoes and see what they would like. Like, what's exactly. something digestible? So you have the for best them? approach to this because, yeah, like, you have to. It's not going to be successful because I feel very um, talked down to sometimes, and I'm not saying all people aren't oh, that. That's the but worst. It's just like 
no, let me educate you about stuff. Like, dude, I'm a completely like normal. That's kind of average. unsolicited. It knowledge. is unsolicited. Yeah. That's the perfect Don't word. Don't do that. You're not smart. Like, it's an opinion at the end of the day. I mean, it's exactly me, what to it me, is. it sounds like an opinion. Well, you know, it's an opinion, but it's also, there are facts. Like I said, no, no, it's no, like I mean, unsolicited like, to me, knowledge. To me, sure. it's an opinion. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, to someone who's never heard the facts, yeah. it sounds like an opinion. You know what I mean? So For sure. you're right. It is facts, but to them, you know. Unfortunately. Yeah. So has veganism like had any major milestones that they like hang their hat on? Like, have you all like, you know, I don't know, decreased heart attacks by 10%? Like, have you shut down any, you know, meat plants or yes. anything like that? Is there? Yeah. So there's a ton. Um, I'm really bad with remembering exact statistics, but I know that a lot of companies have gone vegan. Uh, for example, there's this really awesome uh, company that I'm a fan of called El- Elmhurst. And they are a uh, non-dairy milk. Uh, they do everything from like, I know obviously a common one is like almond milk, right? Like, well, there's also uh, hazelnut milk, walnut milk, um, different, I mean, obviously lots of different nuts. There's also oat milk. Um, and aside from soy, but what's cool about Elmhurst in particular is that they are a dairy farm that started, that's or not started, but like been, a, been around successfully around since the 20s. And then I think one of the, um, you know, family bloodlines went vegan or like just, you know, ra- ra- watched a documentary or something and decided we have to just completely shut down our factory and go vegan. Like, we can't do this dairy thing anymore. And so they did. And I think this is two years ago. And not only are they still successful, still making tons of money, but they all, they're changing lives. I mean, there, a lot of people have looked to them as this like successful dairy farm and they just totally did a 360 and they're not only making, I, I, I don't quote me on this. I think there's lots of articles about their particular story, but I'm pretty sure they're making more money. They're reaching more people. Their story has been plastered around, you know, it's like making headlines because of their success and they're changing people's health. And like people that, again, have been following them for decades are now like, oh, okay, I guess I could go vegan, even though, you know, it goes against what I've done with my, you know, (laughs) daily milk and eggs and whatever. It's like, no, they really changed lives. And so I think that's a good example. But also with just statistics have shown more people are going vegan. Uh, for health it's reasons, five like percent or something. I saw. Yeah, yeah. For health reasons, mostly. But um, when people go vegan for health, not always, but they get to the point where they're like, "Wait, this is also really ethical. Like, this is also really touching my soul because I'm saving lives, and it's also wow, so good for the environment. Like, I'm saving um, gallons of water by switching out my burger for a, a veggie burger." And yeah, but is, it, is there emissions. been is there been like a just like a uh, discernible like effect? Like, have you been like, okay, now we've saved this many? Like, veganism have yeah. had that? Okay, yeah. So, um, really good for again sustainability. Really good for because um, your goal is like you're trying to be you're trying to end the. Process. I'm trying to save the world. <laughs> Hope that's not too much. To- that's freaking awesome. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean that that's the thing. Like, even even the at least. At, that's the thing about like I don't know your religious affiliation, but that's the thing about Christianity is like regardless of how you feel if you're an atheist or whatnot, you can't deny the fact that Christians at least are a positive force in the universe at least yeah. today. Like they're out there like spreading positivity and building houses and like you know <laughs> they're yeah. they're doing you know at least whether or not you think they're crazy or judgmental, sure. at least they're out there doing some. Yeah, and that's the same with veganism. Like even if you 
don't agree or you don't get it. Yeah. At least they're out there like spreading positivity and being cool. You know? My bottom line is that I would love for everyone to be happier. And I believe that's through a healthier life. I mean, I my I always try to be smiley and happy and positive and I truly believe in every scenario. Give me one scenario. Seriously, it's like I, I'm sure there's a positive way to look at it. I feel like every decision we have in our life is a fork of the world. You can choose to be negative or you can choose to be positive. And my road is positivity every time. And I'm sure, sure, I'm human. You know, I'm not over here I mean, super is that vegan like, or kind anything. Of like avoiding dealing with stuff, though. I mean, wouldn't like just looking at the bright side, maybe that would deter you from dealing with something that is negative? Well, if you want, I guess I, I will speak to the people that have said, like, is vegan hard? Like, typically I say no, but actually it is to a certain degree because I do have to work harder to make sure to show the facts or mm-hmm. be healthy or, you be know, the example. you know, be the example. That's it's like, tough. it is kind of, it is harder in a way, but it's because. I work through that and I'm working so hard to to show people this life and how good they could have it that that's the more positive road. It's mm. harder, but it, no one said that it was going to be easy like to get to the things that we really want in life. And that's to have more energy, be happy, be healthy, be successful. I truly believe that it's by just looking on the bright side or, you know, thinking of your health and then what not only that it's like it doesn't matter if you're super narcissistic and like i just want to look really good like i just want to be really buff it's like well that's really cool so if you want to do that then let's cut out dairy let's cut out meat and you will and oh cherry on top you're also helping the planet you're also helping those animals you're also helping um homeless people i mean i can go for days like there's so many different things Uh, where's the homeless so the feed that they use uh for animals there's a big argument around it. I actually, one time I was doing a petition signing in Boston, actually. And uh, one of the things I had to do was get peti- petition signatures uh, for factory farm animals to have more room in their cages to move around because, which we did get passed. It's actually being initiated in 2020. I'm pretty See, excited. See, that's a success y'all should hang your hat on. Yes. So I worked with a, com- a company called uh, Compassion Over Killing. And we stood out in front of like Targets and Walmarts and we tried to get uh, 90,000 signatures. And we did. So we not only got 90,000, but we got like 120,000. All on the street? Yeah. Wow. So all, all literally like standing out in front of grocery stores and different places and getting signatures. And, the, and it, we didn't say we want to shut down the factory farms. We didn't say you have to stop eating meat. No, like we talked to people like there was meat in their carts like coming out of Target and we Mm. did not judge them. We did not say you're going to hell or whatever. No, we just said, hey, would you consider these chickens can't flap their wings? These pigs can't turn around and we just want them to have bigger cages. We want them to have better living conditions. It's like we understand that they're going to slaughter. We understand that that we're not going to change that right now. Mm. There's stepping stones to getting there. Yeah. But at least can we give them a good life while they are here on this earth with us? Like let's just give them some i don't know without making them feel like slaves like let's just give them some life while they are here yeah, not just and so dietary that's or... how we won people over and cool. so we at least have hit that milestone that was actually so i did that in 2013 it got on the ballot in 2014 and i think it was 
re- it was signed to go in in into effect in 2020. See, this is what people need to do, and what GM or did I cut you off? The thing? No, 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 that's it. I'm this just is saying, what people like, need to do big. is like you have a conviction and you have a purpose, and I think I I love this quote. They say that the opposite of depression is not happiness. The opposite of depression is purpose. Yeah, and I think that it gets you up in the morning. It really does because yeah. you need a reason. For I mean, sure. You can't, you do need one. That's so. why it's so cool. I think about it. I'm definitely a purpose driven individual. And it's funny because I, I hear Did this you all search time. for it though? Or did you feel like kind of came to you? It, ca- it definitely came to me. I mean, so I you told you about how I, I like no, when I came a vegetarian, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I saw that cow. That's all I needed. Could you advise anybody that that hasn't happened to? Yeah. I don't know. I can't tell you how to soul search. Again, I think everything comes to. Uh, to you in good time. I, I'm really a big advocate for not forcing things. Totally. Um, you just can't. You I've, can't. I've tried it. I've, I can't Do say I've never done it. it I've definitely Don't forced force things it. and it and didn't work out. even if you get out. something after you force it, it's always not, not as great. good as you thought it would it be. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's really true. That's not That's not a hypothetical. That's yeah. really how that goes. You're like, man, that's. I put a lot of effort into that. You shouldn't have. You probably shouldn't have worked about Oh my that God. Hard. I think the list is longer of things that I've done that to. It's so that. terrible. It's true, It's easy though. to do. It's easy but to do. It, what's cool about, I feel like, in my life, like, despite the money that I make or despite the fancy things that I might have or the praises that I get on social media or whatever, I can go to sleep at night. Like, say that I was really sick one day and I didn't, like, do anything that I wanted to do that day. Like, I had this huge list of, like, to-dos and I didn't get anything done. I can go to sleep at night knowing that just by the food that I put on my plate is making a change. That That is purpose. Oh, yeah. Right I'm like, I did something. That will sustain you. I did something. Good I, for you. I can go to sleep at night feeling content and ready to go do it again tomorrow and do more tomorrow. And it's like every day just keeps getting better as long as I know that I'm at least bare bones doing that. Good for you, man. So, I mean, Good that's the you. thing. And that's, and that's with veganism. It's like I, again... No offense to the people. I again, you're on your own journey. I'm but when, on their behalf. But when people say I, I used to be vegan, I'm like, how? I, I have a never feeling that would be true that. for my sister. I Maybe. do feel like that. Maybe. Yeah. But that's and only because you know. It's all in good time. Yeah, true that. But yeah, that's cool. Good for you. Well, I want to say too. So about my new company, uh, Sprinkles Creative. If I can do a little plug. Oh please. Um, yeah. So I'm oh, pretty pretty how, pumped. So what do you? do for work i know (laughs) what is it you do i'm now curious i cannot tell you how many times i get that question um i i I made a joke to my mom today because she has no clue what i do for work i swear she doesn't even know i went to school for um i love her but you know um so i i I, we made a joke today i was like mom i just wink at people like hey my bills are paid um no uh but yeah so for somebody you know yeah. They're really good looking people. Um, but <laughs> I, so go vegan. So yeah, right. good looking. Of course. Um, so I right, we went to college together, obviously, graduated in 2014. For, for me, December 2014. I graduated 15. Oh, okay. That's right. Um, I did not graduate. So strategic communications, which is now advertising in the School of Journalism at UNT. Did you do anything with your... I did. No, I've done every... I use it still today. Using it right now. What did you What um, did you do like right out? I worked at D Magazine. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't for, know that. For two years. <laughs> Where have you, you been, that's, dude? Under a rock, man. I'm telling you, that's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So I worked yeah. at D Magazine. I was a marketing manager. Awesome. Um, it was phenomenal because I started out as an as an intern, 
And they don't pay their interns, so it's just kind of like, I'm going to do this Good internship, experience, get experience. That's resume fodder, oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And so, fun fact, uh, they didn't have a job for me at all. Like, all the other interns were like, wait, what? Like, how did you get a job here? They didn't have a job. I'm like, oh, I created it. Um, so I help raise money for a new publication called Dallas Innovates. It's still alive and running. It's D magazine. You've probably seen me post about it like a lot because I do. I really amped it up. So my feed pretty often. It's yeah. Like there's that. I'm glad. Well, the marketing on Dallas Innovates. Political news right now. Right. Corey Garza told me to be positive. God. (laughs) And be vegan. Come on. Um. So Dallas Innovates. The their logo is purple. Everything they do is purple. So maybe that's why. But um, it's Dallas or it's D Magazine's first online publication mm-hmm. and totally free publication. Mm-hmm. So all of D Magazine stuff you pretty much have to pay for in its print. Um, but this basically to get a publication off the ground, you have to get it funded, right? So if you're not telling people to purchase it like it's four dollars magazine, you have to get sponsorship dollars, essentially so advertisers. So I went out and cool. I basically funded a publication that a lot of people did not think was ever going to work. And here it is. It's still alive and well, even mm-hmm. after I left. Thank goodness. I, I, I'm still passionate about it. I My, my uh, manager, who I call my work mom, she still works there, and she's killing it, and I'm so happy for her. So, it, yeah, Dallas Innovates was a huge uh, career Kickstarter because me going out and hitting the streets, essentially, through sales and marketing, I made so many connections. I made, I learned a lot about startups. I learned a lot about entrepreneurship, technology, you know, being creative, being an engineer. I mean, I just, I had to, it was like going to school again, which I actually loved. And it's funny because I know now that school is not for everyone. Like going to college is not for everyone. For me, it was everything like i loved going to school i loved college i feel like my best i was in college a long time (laughs) yeah my best i was in college only three years i graduated early but um i was like gonna be a pilot at first dang serious two years i was gonna be a pilot i I got my license and everything yeah journalism was always my thing so i think that's why i was the last thing i landed on yeah see that's 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 definitely something unique about you is that you it's like something it's like almost bestowed on you what you should do which is not typical Oh my gosh! Like me, I'm I'm so freaking ADD, dude. I cannot, and I know, <laughs> and I just well, I just I just like a lot of stuff. That's cool, though. I yeah. guess, but it's allowed me, but it's it's made me be really indecisive because it's like, and oh, I love this, I love gosh. this. So I was gonna be a pilot, and then I was gonna be an artist, and then I was gonna be a musician. Wow! And then I ended up in journalism, and then I graduated finally, and now I'm like doing pot and now i work in finance i love it i'm hey. serious yeah like, it's crazy so uh, that's life though you never know i suppose you never know what's gonna happen but no I, it's the same it's funny too um i mentioned my grandmother earlier so yeah she's 83 she's a huge impact on my life but she, we actually just talked on the phone yesterday um and she said like i've always known that you were going to be a great writer i've always known that you're going to be do you write oh yeah um influential and so i mean it was funny because it's like i technically write every day i know it's to these days people are like oh it's almost like dumbed down i am to a certain degree i probably don't i don't, I don't have enough time as a journaler I, I have tons of journals but i don't have as much time as i would like to have but to a certain degree and i know this might be like beautifying something that a lot of people just kind of dumb down but i believe that social media is a perfect outlet for journalists because i'm sure you've noticed like a lot of the things that i post is very long and thoughtful like just mm-hmm. because that is my outlet like that's my source that's of, of writing these ask. days yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's, i've even had people get on to me like your posts are so long i'm like i i get it and you don't have them. to read it <laughs> yeah but that's like that's <laughs> about that. that's my outlet it's weird yeah 
again, being in social media, like there's so many things with the algorithm. Apparently it's like you get more likes if your posts are shorter. It's like, okay, whatever. Then I don't care. Then don't give me the likes. So are you on, are you like bound by some business or whatever to like, do you have to post as regular as you are because you have to? No. Via your job or is Um, it just kind of your thing? It's, it's one, it's my thing. I'm, I, I enjoy it. It's again, it's my outlet. Um, it's, I love sharing things. Like I, I share everything. I share food. I share, um, you know, just everything. And I, do you I ever feel share, like, like the parts that you do struggle with. Yeah. I feel like I've, I've seen a lot of, I mean, I haven't deep dived in your, you know, stuff, but like I, it seems to be generally pretty optimistic. Everybody knows that, you know, life hits it you. is. And I think there's so much more. I honestly going into 2019, I want to share more of my darker, stuff and not that you know i'm here to be like emo or anything no i mean it's like to be emo not emu emu is a bird to to emo i thought i said emo (laughs) um but to be more relatable um no honestly that's that's really what i was gonna go with that yeah because i feel like even from a vegan if even trying to recruit new vegans that would probably work a lot better if you're like absolutely this is what i struggle with and this is what you'll struggle with when you become a vegan yeah i feel like i'd be like that person's being real yeah, I haven't. I'm not going to listen to I someone says, to. I'm perfect. This is perfect. And no. you're wrong. I'm like, dude, shut up. Exactly. Okay. I, it's like you same, are bro, calling like, yourself a god. And self-aggrandizing. That anything yeah, anyone else does yeah. is unattainable. Like, no. No, and I'm totally with you. But yeah, no, I, um, I, I, wait, going back to the question. Sorry. Which, no, I'm like, trailing back. What was the main question? It was this uh, guy's like I've been zoning out for thirty minutes. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um. Oh man. Uh, you were talking about um. What did I cut? What? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah no, and then I brought up optimism, that. and then you said there's some listener who's screaming at their car right now. Like, <laughs> <gasps> hello. Stop. Um. No. I oh I was like on oh yeah yeah so what I do so after Dallas and oh, yeah. Bates, um <laughs> yes there <laughs> there was I found okay. it found it guys um so that was really a wealth of information I decided to leave that job for two reasons one because I started a business with well I guess we'll get into the not so fun stuff to talk about with my ex boyfriend um so he was my business partner as well. Um, we started our own business LLC called the Harvest. I know, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I knew yeah. that because I think when I met or when I saw you at Warped, I was like, "What is she doing?" Yeah, and I saw I, I Facebook stalked you that day, as I you think. should. Yeah, well, as, <laughs> as you do. Yeah, everybody does that. <laughs> so I do remember the Harvest Hands, and I, as far as I know, y'all co-owned. Yeah, that. but I don't know. Anything we did. Else besides um, that, so. so it was. It well, it started out to be a. Uh, a vegan pop-up event. So we obviously realized that in Dallas, it's a very foodie-centric, you know, community. And we would always see these really fancy four-course dinners with like a wine pairing or a cocktail pairing or like all these things, right? And so we're like, dang it, why can't we go to any of those things? There, It's because there aren't any vegan options. Like you could, I guess, go to those and be like, hey, can you cut out so the So y'all advocated dairy? like a new menu option? No, we created them. So we made these pop-up dinners and we strategically- How did you get, like, with them? Like, we just you... asked. Really? So, well, here's like, the thing. Okay. I grew up in the restaurant industry because my dad, he always- um, Oh, really? He, yeah. So bring your enterprises. I'm sure a lot of people uh, are veganism familiar. Veganism isn't too far from your family tree then. I mean, if you're- I to mean, a, a certain a food extent, thing. Yeah. no. Uh, my dad's not I like even. The grit, the teeth. Yeah, huh? my family's not. I'm the only vegan in my family, unfortunately. Really? Um, the only one. Yeah. 
Um, you would think. I, I think it's all. It's I guess to, I'm contrary to common belief. Of people are vegan. You, it's sense. harder to influence the people that are closest in your life that have known you for so long because. Oh, they've, they've known you They can for see so it long. as a fad. Probably. Yeah, yeah I and that. and I I hope up to they this point they they know that yeah. I'm not changing because it's been four years now. But um, still, I um I have a lot of connections to restaurants, so I think it was easier for me to start the conversations with the chefs of these restaurants and be like, hey, how open to, to you? So here's no. the, he, Were they? Here's the thing. A, this is how you know a true chef as opposed to someone who just like, you know, wings it or whatever. That's not really passionate Me. about it. <laughs> they want a challenge. A true mm, chef totally. wants to be creative. I They're like, that. oh, I get to use this spice and this seasoning 100%. and this vegetable in a way mm. that I've never done before for a whole new audience. Yeah, their mind's and they're going to appreciate it. That's cool. Because they want flavor. It's very, and they very want perceptive of you. Exactly. I like that. It's and it, so true. It's That's 100% true. Again, it's, it's all about positioning. It's mm. all about How the, do you position the perspective it? that you take it into. So we took it into. Well, first, we talked money. We said, hey, we are bringing in new money, Brilliant. new clientele that you have never spoken to. These people have That's written basically off- basically an untapped market in their view. Exactly. These people have written off your restaurant as, I will never go in there because they don't have anything for me. Why would they come in here? They don't have vegan menus. They don't have anything. And so we would strategically go to restaurants that typically people would just say, oh, that's a steakhouse or that's a blah, blah, blah. Like, right, right, I'm right. not going to waste my time. And they were like, you're right. We really do want to tap into that market. We would love some new money in here. We would love some, you know, new eyes on us. And so they partnered with us and we sold out every single So what dinner. benefit is that to you? Like, do you guys get some sort of... So we did get a portion of ticket sales, but I will speak to anyone who's done event planning, um, especially as a small business. There's not a lot of ROI. I'm I've sure. got to be honest. There's sure. a lot of... But you're furthering your cost, so I get it. At the end of the day, we had people that were, you know, grown men saying, I didn't even know this fe- this event was no. vegan. We would not market oh, it as vegan. Food. Okay. No, they wouldn't even, they would come in, out of it like, if this is what vegan food can taste like, I can go vegan. Like, I could totally do it. They didn't say That's you're going to do it tomorrow. To they it, didn't it say really exactly. It had to be something like that to me. I had to be For like, sure. I didn't know this was vegan. It had you're to be the majority. Like yeah. We know. Yeah. We know how it goes. And so that's our biggest, that was our biggest thing is like really presenting this like high quality f- upper crust, like foodie opportunity for Dallasites, right? And so, yeah, the tickets were kind of expensive. It was a very, um, What do you, you mean know, tickets? You mean the meal? The ticket, well, they were expensive because one, we had to pay the restaurant, the sommelier, if it was a wine pairing, or like the cocktail guy, uh, the bartender, or uh, and also the restaurant itself. And we also had to pay for marketing costs. We did a lot of, you know, plugs on uh, publications. We worked with a lot of influencers. Mm-hmm. And also, like, we had to get something out of it. Sure. And so, no, there wasn't a lot of ROI on it. Uh, but, again, we had people coming up to us like, thank you so much for putting on this event. Like, I had no idea vegan food that could be this good or, <laughs> oh my gosh, I had no idea this restaurant had this capability of doing yeah. all this. Like, I will go to this good restaurant now man. because good of you. And not cool. only that, like, our requirement was, like, you have to at least keep, to the restaurant, you have to at least keep one of the menu items that you created just for this exclusive dinner on your menu so people have a reason to come back and get that. They're like, oh, I had that at that dinner, so yeah. I can go back and get it sure. because it was so good. Um, so that was really cool. And so we changed to a marketing agency from a event planning agency purely 
purely because one, there wasn't a lot of ROI, and two, we both had full time jobs. I was at the magazine. He was a teacher um, at a, at a high school, and so uh, he we did, didn't have a lot of money out of it. And of course, like we're like, how do we grow from this? Like, how do sure. we evolve? You need and money. You need yeah. money. You need I mean, money. yeah, that is as hard as it is to say. And I can't tell you, I've I you even do. had someone the other day like. Oh, I miss those events you used to throw. I'm like, I do too. Like, it was really fun. Again, I like event planning, but it would have to be something that I would do for fun That's in totally my fun reasonable. time, and I don't yeah, have a ton of fun like, time. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so we t- changed to a marketing Seems like agency. You only have fun time. <laughs> I do. I make it look like that, right? Yeah. Um, when you do work that you love, but yeah, so we changed to a marketing agency and we started taking on clients to Are do you guys their still social media. Active? Technically, yes. So now. Um, but we are dissolving it because uh, we're not together anymore. So uh, that was the biggest reason that we're dissolving it and also other reasons that so I won't get into So was your company like predicated on your relationship somehow? I don't understand. How. A lot of it. So we essentially sold our identities as the Harvest Hands. Like we were Zach and Courtney. We so like were. The Kardashians of Dallas veganism. Kind of. Oh, no, we were. I mean, especially being yeah, the I faces. I didn't mean that as an insult. No, it's not. I yeah. mean, we positioned ourselves as like, we are the vegan power couple of Dallas. Look to Whoa. us. I'm serious. Seriously. Yeah. How did you do? How did you peddle that? We, social media, we sure. had blogs. Okay. We had social media really posts. Had blogs? Okay. Yeah, we had, we had blog posts. We had our own website. We put out ads. We even like created a cookbook that we sold. How did being sold. a couple like help propel that? Um, just. Because you could see was it, it just from, likeable, like, I think it was likable, but also like, hey, you can believe us because we're not only like, we're like a team. Well, from a male perspective and from a female perspective, ah, like, nice. Typically, you would think like vegans are more female skewed, and they are. Um, but having like a male that. in there, like, hey, this is not only how I do it as a guy, this is how I do it as a girl, but this is how we do it as a couple. Like, this mm. is how our household is. We post a lot of recipes. We post a lot of day in the lives, like travel stuff. Like, was your whole we try relationship to be relatable. also predicated on veganism? Yes. Was it like, that's it? That's it. Okay. Yeah. Curious. Is that kind of how you can? Is that how you kind of conduct your dating life most of the time? Um, I wouldn't say. Do you only date? Do you only date vegans? That's my real question. No. Um, and so it's funny, Zach was my first vegan to actually date. Um, I hadn't dated anyone before that who was vegan. Um, if anything, my boyfriend before him was a hundred percent opposite of vegan. He actually had like a ranch where he like slaughtered cows. Like he didn't do it, but you know, like I know you mean. that's what they did. And so yeah, meeting Zach was like, Oh, that's cool. Like someone who actually gets the vegan lifestyle. And I think that's was really um what connected us for so long. Um, after that, after, you know, Zach and I broke up, I did try to date someone who wasn't vegan and it didn't work because I was, sure. for me, yeah. it's more than just like, oh, we can't eat out together. Like it's, it's a moral no, thing. No, it's a, it's a soul thing It's for an you. ethics I thing. It's like our values are aligned. And like, that has to be. It's a foundation. Yeah. It's or really. at least a mutual respect. Yes. It's like, and so yes, obviously it makes eating out easier, but it's also, it's just like we understand the heart and soul compassion sure. behind it. That's important. And it's so important. It's if anything, I I don't necessarily hate relating it to this, but if anything, it's like a religion. It kind of is. It's like people it, very often it influences in actually, a lot of things yeah. that we do. Um, to down to like What's my lifestyle, vegan leather coat really? here, and like there's so many. I'm like, what the heck is vegan leather? Polyurethane, huh? Polyurethane more oh. often than not. So it's not it's not pleather. Uh, pleather is like a plastic fake leather. It's not really high quality. Polyurethane's like a 
these synthetic fibers, I don't really know how to explain like the, the chemicals down to it, but um, it feels like leather. Some of it smells like I leather. I thought it was. Le- well, I guess I didn't think it. Actually, I did. I it's it crazy. Yeah. If it's, so everything it's no animal it. products whatsoever. No. Like absolutely zero. None. My makeup, my Is that having cleaning impact, products though? for like, my house. It's not buying a leather jacket. Yeah. Helping out. It's saving tons of water. It's, ta- it's ta- saving energy, gas. Um, yeah, fuel emissions. I mean, just like everything. It's a ripple. It's like a domino effect. Yeah. Do this, not that. And if you go this way of boycotting those products, you are saving so much more. Um, not only lives, obviously, but just the energy that it takes to create that product. So what's as our as we come to a close here? What what is our what is the future of veganism like? What is the goal? that they're trying to meet going forward. I mean, obviously recruiting, but like, you know, what is the overall global effect you guys want to have? To save the world. Uh, From what? And I, I don't mean to be all, you know, superhero-y. Over I don't here, think it's but superhero, but it sounds ambiguous. Like, it sounds like, for sure. what do you mean? It almost sounds like, that's never going to happen. Um, <laughs> no, it just sounds like, that sounds great, but what are you talking about? It's such an all, I think the reason why also that I've been vegan for so long is because it's such an all-encompassing lifestyle. Totally. It is like, I, I, the vegan version of this is, uh, uh, I don't know, it's, actually I can't think of the vegan version. Someone said it the other day and I was like, that's clever. But it's basically, it's like killing two birds, one stone, only you're doing, you know saving everything with one stone i don't know how to say it um but so your health is improved as we talked about and therefore your mood your mood yeah seriously which is also affecting how successful you are and how people view you how it's Mm -hmm. like if you're not a happy person then people don't want to be around you so it's like well that obviously affects that's so sad too i almost want to talk to those people and be like man yeah just do something nice for yourself and try to and doing something nice for yourself you will, is you will, you will grat- like i yeah. didn't know I, you know courtney and i i don't really know you that well i mean i didn't but just the fa- you were just radiant i was like i need i'm so i want to talk to that girl like honestly yes. yeah and so it ha- and that's the thing it's like i want to continue to be that so like i said it's like i won't talk about it if people don't come up to me and, and ask and me being radiant as you say which is awesome is a perfect opportunity for me to share something with them that I feel like is going to help them. And that's my bottom line is like, I just want to help you be a healthier person, be more successful, save the planet by, you know, cutting out all this energy source that we don't really need to use, save the animals and really, you know, have a better life. And if I can help with that in any any case, then, hey, that kind of makes me feel good too. And it's a win-win here. And I think that's really what I'm getting at is like in the vegan lifestyle is that you are going to do so much good, whether you are a selfish human being, then cool, keep being a selfish human being. But guess what? You taking the initiative to make yourself look more fit or whatever you are striving for is actually helping a ton of other people. And it's really amazing. Oh, 
I wanted to go back real fast on the homeless thing. Sure. So, oh, yeah. Um, wow, dude, that's two times you've done that. The that's lady incredible. that I spoke to um, in Boston that would not sign my petition, she was really angry. Um, and, of course, I was like, hey, you know, sign this. And I explained her the whole thing. Like, you're helping animals have better living conditions in factory farms. And she, like, okay, yelled I, I wanna, at me. I want to I want to cut you in there. So yeah. that's what I, was, I think, like, I was trying to get to. What do you mean? So you're saying you're helping animals have better living conditions. Have vegans done that yeah yes okay what i did that Tell me. i was a part of that that's what i'm saying like in well, like Boston, where like okay it, it has to start unfortunately we can't do that in texas yet it, it's the northern states that are more um not flexible but more uh, that's yeah you know they're more receptive progressive up there let's be honest the southern states we got some Evo- yeah, evolving to do. Um, so yeah. in Massachusetts, I was able to be a part of that change, and I will never forget that time. It was it was very amazing to be a part of that um, group because obviously I didn't do all the work. I was just you know one extra set of hands. I'm I'm happy to that I could say like, hey, the, this change is happening in 2020. That is going what to change? affect like, so that's, much. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, what what change? It's like? the stepping stone. So we know that people aren't going to go. Like, we know as vegans that the world's not going to go vegan tomorrow. We, of course not. Everything takes time. It's just like you can't be your optimal self tomorrow. It's it's a slow, definitely steady wins the race. And so by getting animals better living conditions in factory farms, that's a stepping stone to the better earth that we're trying to strive for. So at least the animals, why they have their time here before they go to slaughter or whatever it is, at least they'll have a nicer life. Like at least they can, it sounds so minimal, like, oh, wow, that's that's really all you're striving for. It's like the battery cages that these chickens are in are just awful. And so it's like, okay, they are eliminating battery cages and these chickens can, oh, Have they eliminated battery cages? No, they haven't yet, but they are in 2020. Um, But now they, oh, then they'll be able to flap their wings. They'll be able to stretch their legs. They'll be be able to walk around. Mm -hmm. By helping these animals and getting them to eat more grass-fed and getting them to eat like from the earth, we can use those commodities like corn and soy to feed the homeless people. So everyone literally wins. Everyone wins. You win. Those homeless people win. The animals win. The earth wins. And our world doesn't blow up, essentially, because we are killing our planet with this way of factory farming. And if we can move away from it and allocate those funds, if you will, to, to really you know, benefit everyone, then we're going to sustain the planet a lot longer. And so, I mean, I did not tell her then at the time because she was just like furious for whatever reason. I don't know if because she had meat in her cart. I didn't look. But I was like, if you could only just just get out of your head, like we were talking about earlier, if you could only just look beyond whatever preconceived notion you have of what I'm trying to do here. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not saying like animals over people. No, I'm saying we're all equal. Let's look at this a different way and just kind of, siphon off what should go to what we are pouring our commodities to factory farming when in reality by eating that food it's killing people faster it's making them sicker and we're not heart disease is number one killer in america and it's due to butter and and cheese and meat and gmos and like let's go back to basics the second reason is stress so Sure, I, I see that too. <laughs> just um, and that's also like our work system, but that's a whole other yeah, topic. Uh, but 
the homeless condition, I'm not saying like this is the end all cure all, but it's definitely a big factor is that the food is going to those animals and it shouldn't be because one, it's not the food that they should be eating. We could easily send these products to homeless people and have a big dent in that huge, you Mm -hmm. know, problem. Yep. Um, and there's, I mean, there's a way to solve it all. There really is. And I don't want to say like, oh, we'll be vegan and whatever, but kind of, sort of, that's actually, that's, that's actually it. Courtney, you're a dreamer. You're a (laughs) dreamer. You're a dreamer. You think big. And there's only a few reasons that the world and society has ever moved forward, like all of a sudden. And it's because of that. I feel like I have to. And again, it's funny you said that earlier. I, without sounding like, you know, a prodigy you over a here. Pretis. You don't need to, yeah. What? I feel like I have been called to do this mission. I mean, ever since I was little, I knew I was going to be different. And nothing against my family. I love all of them. But I just knew. I just knew. I was like, I'm not going to do what they did. I'm, I'm going to do something different. Of course, But I don't think kid. it was probably a rebellion against that. No. You just thought this way. Like, I have to. It wasn't to. like you're trying to get away from this. It was just... I just feel very compelled. There's this book way. that I read um, called um, The Road Less Traveled. And, and that's something that really that resonated. Yeah, like, it, yeah, it really resonated with me. And I'm like, this is it. Like, I am paving a road that, was, that has been less traveled. And that's okay. Like, I never found fear around it. And probably I almost, a lot of fulfillment. Yeah. I found just more. It's like, this is the adventure that I have to take, not only for myself, but just for the greater good. So what, what struggles do you think that you have, like, with this? I mean, you're, you've taken on quite a task. Yeah. Timing, I guess, is a struggle. I'm just like... Why isn't it happening faster? <laughs> um, that's my biggest thing. I, I am Even a patient person. Impatient. Yeah, oh, I am yeah. a patient person, but still sometimes oh, I'm just too. like, how is it not clicking you know like come on let's just you don't seem go. very frustrated to me though because like even though i very right at the top was like yeah i eat a lot of steak yeah you're just like cool yeah but that to me is weird because, because i'm i live in reality <laughs> you know even though i'm a dreamer my, i am grounded at the same time and i have to dreamers be. can't be effective unless that was the case yeah no i mean you're not going to be successful again it's that i feel like to a certain affect dreamers can be elitist like oh i know so much more than you i'm in the clouds i'm a god you don't have to be that way man you can totally yeah tell people about your mission and all that without putting it up their butt i mean that's you know being humble at at its bare bones you have to be grounded even if you're not humble you can still convey it yeah humbly you know? And that's that's what I try to do, and I I, I hope and that's it sounds a hard like thing to do. I hope you're you know saying that. that it's I'm it, it doing it. it for someone like me. I well, a so there's there's one type of person I really really like, and that's the people who are so themselves they can't help it. And then <laughs> yeah. the other that's one hundred percent you. And then yeah. the other thing is like people who are have they're trying to just do good for the world because like I think so we're. Americans, at least, are very uh, antidepressant dependent, you know. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not that high. It's like one out of every six people are on antidepressants. But I think one big reason is because we're very about, I want to be my best self. or I want to be like, I want to find my, I don't know. It's, it's very like. No, for sure. Not selfish, but it's about the self. Yeah. But I think that if people were more about how do you help the entire world in whatever little way or whatever whatever however your talents best suit that you yeah. know that they would be a lot happier i think that would give them a lot more purpose if you can refocus your efforts to say i'm um, how do i help the world yeah 
or how do I help even my family, help whoever, like doesn't maybe not the world, but whoever it's, if, if you can focus outward, your effort and talent outward, yeah, you'd be so much freaking happier. Yes. I promise. I promise. The biggest thing that I've learned in 2018 is that going with your gut is oftentimes the right way to go. As I build the life that I want, and ultimately, like I, I have touched on throughout this, is I just want to make people realize the the benefits of being vegan, but also of being healthy and happy and finding that that will lead them to everything they ever wanted. Um, and that's for me, what's happened a lot throughout this year. I have gone through a lot of hard things this year and, and I, I plan to talk on it. It's funny. You, you actually called me out on it to, to be more, um, you know, not necessarily negative, but real with people and not showing that everything's bubbly and, and, and happy all the time. Like, no, there's been some dark moments in this year that I've gone through, but I have to say that it's incredible to me that those things had to happen to get me to the life that I've always wanted. And I'm creating it every day. And I, I want to leave with this, that it's not the life that we want, whether it's, you know, fame and fortune or, or something lavish, or maybe it's just, you know, having great people around us or having a job that we are excited to get up in the morning to do. It's not so far off. I think what's crazy is that people think that the things that they want are un- either unattainable or s- there are so many obstacles to get there. No, you can away. just look at yourself in the mirror and say, I deserve that. Oftentimes, especially Americans, for some reason, think that they don't deserve great things in their life. They're mm. not good enough. They're not strong enough, fit enough, g- good looking enough. No, it's like you deserve everything in this life. And I have had to tell myself that through many hard times this year. Um, and guess what? By being real with myself and saying, oh, wait a second, you actually do deserve that because you're, you know, nice or good. Like give yourself positive affirmations. You deserve that. And by simply flipping on a switch in my brain, I've, it was all, it was mine to, for the grabbing all along. It was there all along. All I had to say was you deserve it. And boom, the job I wanted appeared. Boom the guy I wanted appeared. Boom. The, the, you know, opportunities I wanted, the travel experience, the, you know, the speaking engagements, the, all the things that I'm like, oh, I wish I could do that one day. Stop yeah. saying I wish and just saying, no, I'm going to do it. And you will. It will come. And you don't have to force it. You don't have to, I, I don't want to say you don't, you don't have to work super hard. I do work hard for the things I get. But at the same time, if you just flip the switch and say like, it is mine, I'm going to get it, it will happen. Carney Garza, it's been amazing <laughs> having you on the podcast. Such a unique individual and uh, a positive light in this universe. I really I'm appreciate so you coming on for real. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening, guys, to my podcast here with Jared. To follow up on all of the things that I'm doing that I mentioned today, please go like and follow my accounts. You can find me on Facebook, either my personal Facebook, Courtney Garza, or my Coffee with Courtney Facebook, or also Sprinkles Creative Facebook. Um, Pretty easy to find there. And then if you go to Instagram, you can follow me at Courtney underscore on Instagram or 
Coffee with Courtney or Sprinkles underscore creative to find all of the things that I'm involved with. And we'd love all of your support. If you could follow and like and share, that'd be great. And again, thank you for listening today.